0: Van Holton's Pickles in Waterloo, Wisconsin has a long history of innovating how they do business. Bruce Storn, operation manager, shares more about the pickle process and how they work with farmers. From the southern end of the Longest Barn in Madison, I'm Carrie Mess.
1: Van Holton's originally started down in the Milwaukee area in 1898, and they were a vinegar and mustard company. In 1939, I think it was they basically invented a pickle in a pouch. It was far ahead of its time as far as uh, flexible packaging goes. They moved to Waterloo in the mid 1950s, and we worked out of an old uh, Waterloo canning facility up until October of 2007, and that's when we built our new state-of-the-art facilities here, and a lot of people still look for our old wooden vats along Highway 19 here, and uh, they actually think the company has gone out of business because we moved to the other side of the street.
0: And those vats are where the fermentation
1: magic for Van Holtens? We run a fermented pickle uh, operation. And what that means is we bring in almost all of our product during the peak harvest months for the Midwest. Product is put into these vats that used to be above ground. We now have the vats in, buried in the ground. And uh, there's the vats are 12 feet deep and 8 foot of the tank is underground, which helps us not to have to use as much salt in the product. It keeps it from freezing. All of our brine in the tank farm, is used year after year. We just have to bring the chemistry back up to the desired rates before we put cucumbers back into it. So we are not running hundreds of thousands of pounds of salt down the drain every year. So we it's a 100% reused brine. Full semi-load goes into each tank. And once the tanks are full, we have to let them sit overnight so that the air settles out of them. And then we can put a, we call the head or the cap on the tank, which is a series of netting and boards and then we block them boards down so they cannot float up. Then we fill the tank with brine, and then the fermentation process starts. It takes approximately 40 days for the fermentation to be complete in our yard. Some tank yards throughout the United States can actually go as little as two weeks, and they have their products fermented out. Ours ferments out a little bit slower.
0: It really sounds just like what the old German grandmas did, but on a much larger scale.
1: Fermentation is, is more of a natural way of preserving products. It's been done way, way, way back into ancient times. Products like sauerkraut are all you know done with the same principle. There's not a lot of chemicals that are involved with it, and it's kind of a natural process. Tell me about who your growers are. Where do your cucumbers come from? I like to source all of our product from Wisconsin, but we have outgrown the Wisconsin market. Cucumbers are grown in the same place the potatoes are in Wisconsin, in the central sands part of the state, 100% irrigated. If you try to grow cucumbers on non-irrigated soil, soil up in in the central sand area, taking a very, very large risk as to the product getting any yield off the fields at all. We also are receiving product now from Michigan and uh, Indiana and Ohio. Um, There's only three to four growers left in Wisconsin, so it's a very small uh, industry. Our biggest grower grows 4,500 acres. They supply a little over half of our annual purchases.
0: I can't think that I've ever drove past a cucumber field, but maybe I did and I Didn't even realize it.
1: They're not easy. Do I identify? It is you know have all the foliage on it like a a potato field or soybeans, you know, or corn or anything like that. It's it's pretty low to the ground. Years ago, you know, through my uh, years of dealing with cucumber farmers, you used to see a lot of foliage. The growers realized where they're not growing plants, they're growing cucumbers. Nowadays, you can actually see through all of the vines right right down to where most of the cucumbers are laying. They've gotten away from uh, pushing the nitrogen onto the field and growing a plant. They have changed their practices a bit to reduce the foliage and increase yields. Is
0: that also partially the cucumber breed that they're using?
1: Yeah, there's commercial varieties out there that uh, there's several different seed companies in the marketplace. Parthenocarpic or seedless cucumbers are becoming very prevalent in the industry. We here at Van Holtens personally do not like seedless varieties. They do not ferment well. They work very well in the fresh pack industry where they take the cucumbers basically from the field and put them in their final packaging without the fermentation step. Is there
0: on-farm sorting of sizes? Like, would they have contracts with multiple processors for different size
1: cukes? Yes. All of the Wisconsin growers sell to several different customers. We are, I would consider us to be a medium-sized customer. You have smaller operations that are maybe taking a load of 40,000 to 50,000 pounds at a time, and they don't use near near the volume that, that the bigger players in the industry use. We buy a total of 585,000 bushels in a year's time, where these smaller producers may only go through 30 to 40,000 bushels in a year. Cucumbers, when they're harvested, are in, in today's uh, farming techniques. Almost everybody is machine harvesting them, so they are taking the cucumbers. It's a one-pass operation, uh, unlike people in their gardens where they go out and pick their cucumbers every couple of days and and can continue to pick for several weeks. But what our growers do is they are looking for concentrating on the specific sizes that they have contracts for. So we contract for specific sizes. All of our cucumbers are one and five eighths inch in diameter to two inch in diameter. So everything is bought from the farms by diameter. Once we get it into the factory, we sort it down by length.
0: If you were to kind of give me a quick rundown of what a year looks like at Van Holtens, in the winter months, you're doing what? Uh, spring, summer, fall?
1: Yeah, we do process uh, continuous for 12 months. That's the advantage of uh, the fermented stock. Once it is fermented, it stays in the tanks, and we try to turn our inventory over in about every 13 months. We always like to have a carryover from the previous year to last us at least a month into. uh, the new season. It just gives the new stock time to ferment and actually go through a rest phase where um, if you have to use it right immediately after it's been fermented, it is a lot more of a tender product. We ferment everything out um, mid to late summer, so the season traditionally starts here at the plant around the 10th of July and goes all the way through the second week of September. In a six to eight week period of time, we are receiving in all of our stock to fill our tanks and then also our other suppliers are filling the tanks that we are renting at their facilities. We can only tank about half of what our annual usage is so we have stuff tanked at one of our growers in Almond, and we also have product tanked in Bowling Green, Ohio and in Central Michigan. Once this product is all fermented it just sits there we have to maintain the salt and pH level on the tanks and we bring them in approximately 100,000 pounds in a day run it through our process of sizing where we are taking the farm sizes and now we are breaking them down into a length size. So once the product is sized in the factory, it goes into a holding tank of brine where the salt and acid level is just maintained until we're going to run that particular size on our production lines. Then we convey the product over to the production lines where we make our own pouches on the lines. We fill, fill the packages. And then the flavor brine goes onto the pack. And that's when the pickle will actually take on its unique flavor of dill, kosher, hot, sour, and tapatio. Everything prior to that point is just tastes salty.
0: Do all of the Van Holten's pickles just go into pickle
1: in a pouch? About 80% of our product goes into pickle in a pouch. The other 20% is calls or rejects, which we take from the factory and send it back out to our tank farm. And we have a um, company that buys the relish-quality pickles from us. When you say relish pickles, you're not always talking about the relish that you would buy on the store shelf. It is an industrial product used in the meat and salad industry.
0: It used to be that you'd have a pickle on your sandwich or a pickle next to your sandwich, but now pickles are really taking social media by storm. There's TikToks and Instagram videos all over showing different dill pickle recipes or subbing pickles out for bread, for a low-carb diet. There's just lots of talk about pickles these days online.
1: Pickles has stood the test of time. It has proven to be recession-proof. I can't exactly explain why that is, but when the economy really tanked In 2008, our sales increased. We've shown record sales for I think it's 18 consecutive years. Van Halten's has blown up on social media, whether it be TikTok or anything like that. So whatever is happening out there is definitely having an effect on on the pickle industry. I'll go back a little bit to when we were talking about uh, other companies that buy from from the same growers that we do. We are all showing increases and we complement each other. So although we might be a direct competitor out on the store shelf, these other companies buy the sizes, some of the sizes that we do not buy here at Van Holtens. We might be competitors, but we make the whole system work very nicely together for the farmers so that they have an outlet for all of their sizes of uh, cucumbers. So you have your little midget dills that some people buy in jars at the, at the grocery store. We do not deal in any of that type of product, and some companies do. Our growers primarily are growing most pickles between an inch and a half. To two and an eighth inch in diameter, so they grow the sizes that are the biggest demands for their customers. We complement our direct competitors. It so makes it
0: a little more sustainable too, because yeah, yeah. everything's going to a use.
1: It's a small industry. We have to get along with each other, no matter if we're trying to steal business from each other or not. <laughs> we have to. We have to work together for the good of the whole industry.
0: So there you have it, farmers and processors working together to make your lunch even better. From the southern end of the longest barn in Madison, I'm Carrie Mess.